Welcome to the Entertainment Engine. Hi, I'm Pete Moore. And my name's Bex Gregory. And together we are the co-hosts of the Entertainment Engine podcast. We are really excited to share more information about our show. The podcast is for new and existing creatives working in music, film and TV. Weekly, we provide our listeners with information, advice and knowledge to help people navigate a career in the entertainment industry. Plus, we have fantastic guests from the world of entertainment who share their stories with us, where we learn from their experience of working in the entertainment business, built in with some fun facts along the way. So be sure to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, plus many others. We look forward to welcoming you to the show. This week, we speak with Chantelle Kofi, a multifaceted talent based in Sydney, Australia. From her start in the arts at just six months old, she is now a fully professional represented singer, songwriter, musician, dancer, actress and screenwriter. Chantal was introduced to acting at a young age and has been acting in numerous television and film roles. A few career highlights include working with the Disney Channel, Fox and Channel 7. Her latest performance startled the nation after appearing in season 10 of The Voice Australia. The coaches gave her a four chair turn and a standing ovation after she sang her original song 2020 for the blind auditions a song inspired by the Black Lives Movement, with 1.7 million viewers watching that night. Now at 24, she has a huge career ahead of her. She has an ambitious vision to fulfil her dreams of dominating the international music charts and writing and performing in critically acclaimed films. We hope you enjoy the conversation we had with Chantelle. Well, welcome everybody to the next episode of The Entertainment Engine. And today we have a really special guest, all the way from Sydney, Australia, singer-songwriter Chantelle Kofi. Chantelle, how are you? Hello. <laughs> well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> We're very good, yeah. yeah. We're excited to talk to you and, you know, learn about how you basically got how you got started, really, in your career yeah. and in the music scene. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. We- yeah, we're in London and you're in Australia. Yeah. So do you know what? It's yeah. Let's have a chat. Let's have a chat. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. How are you sort of feeling and sort of moving forward at the moment? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, we've been in this kind of weird situation where Sydney's kind of um, been in a bit of a lockdown. We've come out of lockdowns and gone back in. So it's just this transition back into normal life that we're in at the moment but um other than that I've just been keeping busy with my music and um just little side projects on the side that keep me interested and and motivated and uh inspired I guess that's good that's all you can do isn't it it's been a tough tough time hasn't it for everybody especially you know all, all industries really but creative industries and you know just not being able to get out live and things like that so yeah trying Absolutely. to keep inspired and keep writing and things like that so yeah so tell it just going back to the beginning really for you Chantal so tell us a little bit more about what it was like you know growing up in Australia and how you got started in the music scene It'd be great to learn more yeah absolutely so I was born here. My dad's actually from Nottingham originally, so um, heaps of my family are, are in the UK. 
Um, but I, I guess growing up in Sydney, um, yeah, gosh, this is a <laughs> this is an interesting <laughs> question um, because Sydney. I guess there's a, a few sides of Sydney. Obviously, you have the beautiful, picturesque, you know, nature water side of Sydney, which is absolutely gorgeous. And then, especially when you start getting into um, just the music industry and whatnot, um, there's obviously different cultures, but perhaps not necessarily. Um, an acceptance of them so it was just me kind of finding my space growing up and saying um you know what do I identify with and what kind of music do I want to make um and then kind of growing up I got into piano my dad uh taught me that and um yeah just was making connections from there and it's 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 quite a story I'm not sure how much time we've got I'm sure we'll get into it but um yeah yeah no I I mean What's the differences as well, Shanta? It'd be really interesting because obviously your dad from Nottingham. Um, yeah. Is there many similarities between sort of UK and Australia and, and the cultures? Mm. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> to, Tricky one. To be honest, I think, I think that there's um, – I think they're different. When I think of London, it's completely different. Like I remember – when I was living there back in 2018, um, I was staying around that South London. I worked at Gatwick Airport at the time, and I used to all I used to always go to Box Park um, at East Croydon. That was like my hangout. Oh and yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't really we don't yeah. really have those kind of places here. It's more so just kind of. Um, you know open restaurants or you know walkways and things like that I I don't know like um it's just it's just a little bit different I would say a little bit different yeah 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 I mean you've got lovely beaches where you are so I mean lovely weather (laughs) undeniably undeniably well it's actually really interesting the common misconception is that in winter it's still hot but our Mm. winters are actually really really cold oh wow yeah they're freezing I think that people forget that um literally below us is antarctica yeah so if there's any yes. winds that come up it's it's yeah. all coming up from there so yeah wow. see i was about to just say i'll just move out to australia <laughs> and let Chantel come and live over here but maybe i'll change my mind on that one now <laughs> yeah 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 exactly exactly you can do a swap we can because yeah. the seasons are opposite so you can be there in the summer and come back here and it will still be summer yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. So, so have you got sort of many relatives in Nottingham then, um, Chantel? Yeah, I mean, a lot of them um, are spread out now. Um, obviously, a, a good few are in Nottingham, but a lot of moved um, to the outskirts of London. Okay. Obviously, here in Australia, um, I've yeah. got an uncle and a few cousins that live here too. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of everywhere. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you're taking over the world, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to, trying to. <laughs> so do you get quite a lot of time to sort of come over and visit the UK quite a bit? Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I do get the time to do that, obviously, with the lockdowns and everything mm. that's happened in the world. Yeah, it's been a little course. bit more difficult. But, yeah, previous to then, I, I absolutely love travelling. So, um, yeah, we, I was able to go and uh, it was actually really beautiful. My cousin got married back in 2016. Okay. Um, so we, we had just this huge family reunion because every time we'd go back, you'd have some cousins or some uncles and aunties, but not all of them. So that was like the, the really, really big reunion that we got to have, which was really nice. Aww. Oh, that's oh, cool. Brilliant. That's cool. And it's always when you get with the aunties and uncles, haven't you grown up and haven't you got <laughs> yeah. big and blah? And are you eating enough and blah, blah, blah? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's always the tender love and care. Yeah, Aww. yeah, yeah. But it's it's always with good heart and and and, and good feeling. And you th- and you sort of walk away and you think, oh, you know, always have great conversations. It's nice to catch up with people. But yeah, yeah just makes yeah. you makes you smile, really. Yeah. <laughs> have your parents always been quite supportive of your you know your music career? Because obviously you've started quite young. You've always. Mm-hmm had a passion I would imagine for music from a young age yeah Uh, look my dad um was always supportive um he was always the one that was encouraging me even at times when I you know you just as an artist you have self-doubt or you feel um a little apprehensive towards things he was always the one that was like no Chantal go for it you know this is your opportunity um my mum was super supportive I think growing up as a woman in the industry she definitely had her concerns um but yeah like I've I I guess growing up for the most part I had you know support to pursue what I wanted which was really good that's good yeah yeah yeah. you need that you need to put you know family around you don't you especially when you're young you know and you're trying to pursue something so that's that's great you had that support yeah yeah I think I think we all need that I think as long as you've got some you know, good people in your corner, your mum, your dad, relatives, friends. I think uh, really that's all you can ask for, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and you're always going to have, you know, good times and not so good times. But Exactly. What, obviously what we are going to go on to, Chantal, because we're really eager to talk to you about this, um, yes. looking at your time in The Voice Australia in Season 10. Yeah. I mean, as you pressed mm. all four judges – it was yes. quite a kerfuffle as well, I understand, in, in the end, with, <laughs> yeah. with Guy Sebastian. Um, yes. And wh- why did you choose Guy over Keith Urban and Rita Ora? What, what was the sort of reasoning behind yeah. that? It's really interesting. The voice um, was something that I-, I was actually asked to do it. So, um, okay, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you'd always watch you know, these competitions, you think that's cool, but I would never go on it. <laughs> like, I'll yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah. not me. And then I just thought, cool. what the heck? Like, where am I going to be in a year? I'm going to be in the exact same spot, except I just have more exposure and the opportunity for people to hear more of my music. So, when I was, uh, when it was kind of posed to me to say, hey, I think you'd be really good, you know, for the voice, um, I thought, yeah, let me go on it. Um, mm. And it was absolutely incredible. I was so blessed to be able to sing an original for my blind audition, yeah. um, which was was really cool. And, yeah, it's, it's funny because I guess before going on, I mean, maybe it's that UK essence, I don't know, but I, I absolutely loved Rita Ora. I, I still do. She's absolutely yeah. amazing. She's honestly one of the nicest people. Um, and. Yeah. When I'd gone on, I remember just getting on stage and kind of just blanking out, you know, like you're just in the moment. And mm. um, I'd seen afterwards that she got blocked. Uh, and then I just thought, I just kind of went with my heart. Um, mm. I absolutely love Jessica Malboy. I actually sung in her choir ensemble in 2012. Um, so to see her there was crazy. And Keith Urban as well. I met him yeah. at a Prince concert in 2012. And he actually said to me, um because you know my dad was there and was talking about me singing he said oh um that's amazing like you should come and audition for the voice because at the time he was a coach um and it's just crazy that like 10 years later nearly <laughs> um him and Jess were there which was amazing wow. um <clears throat> but with Guy it was just yeah I guess more so of a gut feeling he's um he's kind of delved into this R&B pop world that I thought would be really interesting um, Mm. to just get mentorship from and yeah I can't say it was any one particular reason I just kind of 
went with whatever my body was telling me in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because especially if, you know, if that's the direction, like you say, the R&B direction and it was suitable for you and you felt like that that was the, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I think also as well, when, when um, <clears throat> it's quite interesting as well, you, you say as well, Chantel, that you wasn't too sure to go on the show, but mm. your experience was really good. Yeah. And I, th- I think also as well, Chantel, we sort of have the same feeling in the UK as well. Sometimes the big shows and contestants come on, you've got big judges in front of you. So... Yeah. It's probably good to go with your gut because mm. I, I expect in some cases with some other contestants, you know, they might mm-hmm. have been persuaded to go with someone they didn't particularly want to go with and it's right. you know, it's, pre- it's quite a lot of pressure probably, you know. Yeah. But it sounds yeah. like, you know, the voice experience for you overall was really really good. I mean, would you say, you know, were there any pros or cons in your experience of being on a show, you know, on a talent show like that? Oh, look, I think there's always going to be both. I think there's always going to be the pros and cons. Um, I mean, my experience was, was for the most part, really good. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, just uh, the thing about Guy is, and I don't know how it was with the other teams, but Guy was really interactive with us and he really made an effort to make sure that, you know, we just felt comfortable and, you know, when we had our rehearsals before any of the stage performances that we were just yeah, 100% comfortable and um, there was a lot of, um, I guess, leeway into what we wanted to do with stage direction and, you know, how we wanted to walk in, how we wanted to stand. So he was he was really great with that. Um, That's good. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was kind of the majority of it for me. Mm. That's cool, isn't it, really? Mm. Yeah, and you, yeah. did you see us saying what material you wanted to sing? Was a collaboration with that? Yeah. Um, there's not so much to say in the material you want to sing, I guess, contractually. Um, yeah. But as I said, Guy was really just beautiful and understanding and made sure that we were comfortable singing those songs and, yeah. you know, that the arrangement was to our liking, which is really, really good. Yeah. And I suppose if you take a song, you can kind of, you, you're, you're making it your own as well. So you're putting your own spin on it, which makes it right. more, you know, suitable for you to sing, which, which is good. Did they kind Absolutely. of let you, you know, they obviously let you um, have the arrangement side of things. You, you, you could have a say on that, which was good. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that last one in the knockout rounds where I sang um, Vanessa Carlton. Oh yeah. I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That was a beautiful Thanks. version. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so we were in the coaching and um, Guy was mentioning about kind of making it a little more R&B instead of the just doing, you know, like simple chords and um, just really kind of making it this beautiful kind of R&B rendition. So, yeah, you do get, and again, I can only speak speak from my experience. I don't know, you know, everybody else, but as far as I, you know, I was concerned, it was, um, pretty lenient in terms of hey let's let's workshop ideas and see what can mm. can be good so yeah no that's really good and um sort of are you working on any new material Chantal, at the moment it'd be great to learn more about this new single new album sort of where is yeah. the direction going yeah so i've actually just signed um i guess if you want to call it a tri-fighting management um so mm-hmm. it's under spectrum which is cheryl murphy um who's based in las vegas in la and uh trevor wilson uh, sorry trevor franklin and ronnie wilson who are based in the uk um and we kind of came together which is just had the same um same goals the same vision uh they're absolutely beautiful so 
yeah, I, I, I know that they're working their magic in the background, but as for me, I'm, I'm always writing and definitely have plans to release um, a single. I'm definitely going to get some music out within uh, the next month or so, just just on myself, you know, on my social medias and and whatnot. But um, yeah, there's there's definitely exciting things coming uh, because I act as well. So, oh, okay, um, it's going to be really interesting to see how both of the worlds kind of intertwine. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, wow, that's going to be really cool. Multi-talented then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to go you. into film as well. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. love it. Wow. See you in the new, maybe new, the new Batgirl, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's funny because I, um, I've been acting since I was really young. My parents got me, actually I was an Oshkosh baby um, and then got into TV from a young, young, young age. Um, and was kind of just doing my thing around commercial work and um, just, you know, my brother is actor as well. So, you know, he has series on Netflix and, um, you know, he's done short films. So we've kind of grown up in this acting world together. And then I landed a lead role on Disney Channel back in 2015. Um, and then since then I actually just started script writing. Mm. Um, I absolutely just, I've always had a knack for creative writing, but mm. I really wanted to put that into film. I remember, I can't remember which movie it was, but I remember watching a film and just thinking, oh, I wonder if, I wonder if it had been written this way. And I thought, actually, I can do that. Like I can write my own films the exact way that I see it depicted. So who knows? Um, I might be acting with Mark Wahlberg one day or something. <laughs> wow! Watch this space then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You never, you never know. What, what do you? Um, what did your heart lie more with, film or or music, Chantal? I think singing was obviously my my first love and my first passion. Um, that I, that will always be like the feeling that I get when I sing. You just, you just. It's it's in I don't even have the words to say like it's incomparable, um, but acting is is I don't really know how to describe it. It's like another love of mine. It in a different way than music. It's it's like with music, it's singing gives me just peace and joy and happiness to know that I, I've not only perhaps changed the lives of others through listening to my music, but I've also it's a self-healing as well. Mm. Um, whereas with acting, it's it's I guessing is a form of expression as well. But acting is just a different form of expression. It's character. You get to explore the realms of different people through script. And I just think that that's so cool. Oh, that's brilliant. I mean, just looking at your music side of things, how would you typically sort of describe your music? I know you talk of like R and B, but you know, it'd be great to hear yeah. about like the influences and how you mm. you personally would describe the music you create. Oh, this is such an interesting question because every time I get asked this, <laughs> I always say that, I mean, it's funny, like R&B, I've, I've grown up listening to R&B. I grew up on, in my opinion, what were the greats, um, which was Destiny's Child, you know, Asha before mm. the Confessions album even. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Alicia Keys, yeah, yeah. Marvin yeah, Gaye, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson, Whitney, like just the, the absolute greats. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of my influences. And although I would say it's somewhere in the realm of R&B and pop, I don't like to say that's my only genre because I feel like that's very limiting. Um, mm. I love 
influences from so many different parts of the world. I mean, you know, I'm half Egyptian, so that Arabian side I listen to. Oh, um, oh wow. Wow. Yeah. And then and then you have that, you know, Latin culture. You know, I used to do professional ballroom dancing, so I have a huge love for, you know, Latin and mm. there's so many things. So I think that to just say, oh, I'm just an R&B singer is really limiting um, yeah, when yeah. I listen to so many different forms of music. Um, and that's something people – a lot of people don't really know about me. Like just on a weekend I'll listen to country music and, and just <laughs> chill. So, okay. yeah, I have a lot of different influences. I guess on on paper if you have to categorise it, it's, you know, R&B, pop. But, um, yeah, I have a lot of influences from different places. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, some of those acts that you were just talking about, I mean, they were just oh, iconic, yeah, yeah. you know, is the just classic song, the timeless music, isn't it, that you just can yeah. listen to and, yeah, Forever. So, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think that for me personally, I think with all the years I've worked in the business, I th- just think the artist that comes out and, and is just natural um, mm. and y- you can buy into, you know, him or her, what she's doing. I think that mm. always makes a great artist well, Chantal, because I think the public always understand if an artist is just being truthful and actually portraying, you know, leaving everything there on the stage. And, and I think people like that. So I think, mm. you know. Thank you being honest and being upfront and having integrity i think that just i just think it, it, it helps create an artist for a, for a long long time mm. um and people will buy in, you know buy into you and they'll buy your album they'll go and watch your show and i think that's a cool thing to do yeah. definitely yeah definitely, definitely. Oh, thank you so much thank you <laughs> and i think we need good artists we do need good yeah. artists because the industry mm. is just um well it's, it's just taking a big wallop really with oh, what's yeah. going on so it's interesting with music and how it's developed and also I think that we have to remember that we're in the day and age of of technology we didn't have streams like I remember growing up and mom having like the cassette tape you know in her car and so it's it's now it's a lot of streaming and people have the opportunity to you know put their own music online which I think is absolutely amazing but also with that comes a saturation of music yeah Um, Yeah. and I think that it then becomes harder for um, artists to, you know, perhaps find their voice or, or break through just because there's so much music and people now, you know, without record labels are just uploading it themselves, you know, with all these distribution platforms. So I yeah. think it's just finding a way to break through that and obviously having, a, a, you know, a really good team to support you as well. So, Yeah. Yeah, you sort of hit the nail on the head. I was going to say when you've got a really strong team, I think you do need that um, because you can't do everything yourself as an artist. No. You know, and, I mean, there's online, you know, everybody's on social media yeah. now. Yeah, and yeah. like you yeah. say, with the streaming sites, yeah. I mean, streaming's got its pros and cons as well, you know, because for any new artist coming through, yeah, it's a great way to be discovered. But to actually make a living from streaming is you need to be no. selling millions and millions. Millions. Um, yeah, to even to touch the, you know, the size. The really. surface. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah. it has got its, you know, the pros <laughs> is that it is good, you know, that. but I think good music always I think will will shine through um and if yeah. you've got the right team and the marketing side of it mm. and everything like that then then you're on to a good thing well I think and I think that's why the gimmick side of it for me should just be gone now I think especially mm. what's happened in the world I think it, we're coming back to real artists r- real music real musicians um yeah. I think people have had 
personally, I think people have had enough of all the reality stuff. Maybe I think they want to get back to their roots mm. and understand things a lot more and go, well, that mm. was really cool. So I think, I think for that mm. and what you're doing, Chantal, coming out with a great mm. album, great single, I think people, um, you know, will, will certainly will buy into you, like you. Mm. I think that's important. Um, yeah. Just generally, I think we just want to hear good music and people yeah. want to be inspired, really, to be honest with you. Exactly. Yeah. That's and really, music yeah. connects with everybody, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And music is a universal language. And I think um, one of the biggest things for me is a lot of people <clears throat> just through time, you know, through labels and managements and, I mean, from I've I've had meetings with so many different people that just haven't worked out. And I think one of the main things was a lot of people will always tell you, you know, th- this needs to be your sound or we need to develop this, we need to develop that. And instead of actually listening to the artists, they kind of just see what's going to sell. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, that that works for a lot of people and a lot of people are okay with that. And if that's their path, then, I mean, that's amazing. I think with myself, and maybe it's because I come from <laughs> Sydney and it's kind of away from the world, we're kind of just raised on nature and just kind of being one, you know, with our souls. And I think I've, I've always said if I go you know, with people or or collaborate, I always want to stay true to that, mm. um, which I think is is really good, you know, going back to team, you know, why I found, you know, the, the I guess now I can call them my team, <laughs> Cheryl, <laughs> you know, Trevor and and Ronnie to to just have that vision of them saying, look, we we love what you're about and we want you to stay true to you. Let's just now get together and and execute this and get our contacts to to where you need to be. So oh yeah, I'm really fortunate in that respect. Yeah, it's great. So yeah. 2022 then sounds like it's going to be yeah. your year for the for the new album. I, I sure <laughs> hope so. I yeah. sure hope so. Yeah. That's great. Do you I think mean, thank any you. plans to sort of tour live, do you think? Oh, absolutely. That's been in the world. To be honest, I was actually meant to headline last year, mm-hmm. uh, and this is obviously way before The Voice, and that's when the first lockdown happened. So if you think now it's really been nearly two full years of on and off lockdowns. Um, so next year is definitely the year for touring and concerts. So, yes, yeah, stay tuned because I'm, I'm very excited. Well, I, th- I think we're going to have to be there, aren't we, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's- yeah. <laughs> we'll be rooting for you in the front. <laughs> oh, thank you. We'll have, we'll have the big entertainment engine banners up saying, we love yeah. Chantel. <laughs> oh, that's too sweet. <laughs> so, what, um, so what would be your ideal you know today what would be your ideal headliner festival which one in the world would you love to headline wow (laughs) there are just too many i know (laughs) i will say i will say that coachella has has Mm. headlined some of the greatest artists i mean here in australia we have amazing ones like splendor and yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. you know there's, there's so many different ones but i think coachella is just one of those things everyone in the world knows that it doesn't matter where you are um, people fly in and and come and make full weekends and weeks of it. So I think that would be really cool to headline one day. Wow. Yeah. There's nothing, uh, nothing wrong why not? That. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just take yeah. it a little bit further, Chantal. Yeah. I mean, if you could open a show or go on tour, mm. say, with any artist, who would it be yeah. and why? Who would you choose? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> the tricky one. Uh, if I could, <laughs> number one, Alicia Keys. Okay. She oh, is yeah. incredible. Just because I love 
I love her musicianship. I think people, a lot of people think that if you're a singer, then you automatically have this like a level of musicianship, which really isn't the case. And Mm -hmm. I learned that the hard way when um, I would start going into bands and they'd start talking about all these chord progressions and, you know, the rhythmic flows that you just don't understand. Like musicianship is a completely separate to vocal mm-hmm. um and I think just Alicia Keys has such an incredible grasp of that so to open for someone like that knowing that you'll be able to just speak to her and and gain her insight I think would just be amazing yeah I mean she's a phenomenal artist isn't she oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah she's um incredible stood the test of time and she's still doing absolutely I think that's important. absolutely you know um, absolutely and her husband is an incredible producer as well yeah. I just yeah. think that that's so yeah. cool yeah. yeah um so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I think awesome. um yeah I'd agree with that I think that's uh good well, choice ma- good choice <laughs> but maybe we should have Chantel headline Harley White Festival as well one day you know oh no, yeah, yeah. That and it's so funny, actually, because recently <laughs> I was watching the Glastonbury one when um, yeah. Beyonce headlined. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. so cool. So, I mean, there's so many that um, would be awesome to have the opportunity to play at. Yeah, I was um, a funny little story showing that I was working with a band oh, about 2004 or five. Um, right. And the headliner, I didn't know who the headliner was at that that evening. This particular band was on at four o'clock in the afternoon. It was right. Leeds Festival. Um, <laughs> And I was speaking to the promoter and they said, oh, are you going to stay around for the evening? I went, well, okay, that would be great if, if that's possible. Well, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. And it was Rage Against the Machine that were headlining. And honestly, wow. tell, I've never seen mm. a performance. Them and the Prodigy, um, wow. just absolutely electric. I mean, there must have been 80,000 people in the field. And that stage, when they yeah. went off that stage, Chantel, wow. the stage was still bouncing with sweat, with smoke. Wow. The bass guitar you could hear for about at least five, ten minutes after they left. It was just <laughs> ridiculous. Wow. Um, That's amazing. Left. I tell you, funny, funny you say that because um I mean I've I've gone to see I mean everyone that you can imagine in concert. Um and I have to say, even though I would say I'm an R and B girl, Coldplay was one of the best concerts I have ever ever seen like I aren't truly oh I I actually physically can't use the words to describe what that concert was like I mean you if you were sitting in that audience you were engaged from the beginning to the very end like you didn't they didn't make you feel like you even had a space to go and check your Instagram whilst you're at a concert like you were when you were in there you were in it and it was so entertaining it was incredible Oh wow! Yeah, it's like a whole experience with them, isn't it? Yeah. When you yeah. see them live, yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. I, I haven't seen them live, but I, I completely understand oh. what you're saying because mm. I think they have. They stood the test of time as well, and I must admit, they when you do see them perform, I mean, they've got some cracking songs as well. I mean, they, yeah, oh. they are really cool. They are really, they are a really, really good band, and um, it, it, isn't it amazing where you where a, a performance like that will sit with you for the rest of your life? And you're mm. just oh, it's amazing. You know, yeah. I just think that's like Rage Against the Machine. So yours is who is yours, Bex? Would you say I loved? Um, actually, when I saw the Foo Fighters at yeah. the Isle of Wight, wow. they were really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. There's something about Dave Grohl. I just think he's really cool. Yeah. Um, <clears> that's because awesome. he can when he does like his intimate set. Is like he can mm. just still 
you know, cap, you know, capture the audience, but yeah. also when he's doing his big sound with the full band, it's like electric on stage. It's so cool. Okay, then. I've got a question for all of us then. Question for <laughs> Chantal first. We've got a festival, Chantal, and it's Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. And okay. you're going to name the headliner for Oof. the Sunday evening. So closing it, Ooh, who, yeah. would you, who would you have headline on a Sunday evening? Wow. <laughs> what kind of festival is it? Is it like a country festival? Any, festival? any festival. doesn't matter. You, you just name. No, it doesn't matter. Any festival. Any multi-genre. multi-genre. You name what <laughs> multi-genre. you'd love to see. Right. I, I'd have night. to say I, I can't just nail it down to one. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. I, but I would say it would be between, first, okay, first of all, Michael Blueblay is amazing. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. saw him. I saw him live in concert, and I thought he was insane. Yeah, his voice. Like just as soon as as soon as he opens his mouth, it's just like, oh wow. my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> if we're going a little more R and B, and I guess the Super Bowl's already really done it, but they're doing this. Um, you know, Snoop Dogg's coming out with Mary J. Blige, I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah, all the yeah. greats are coming out. It would be yeah. one of those headlining, hundred for, uh, for in my opinion, a hundred percent. And if I couldn't say that, and if I could turn back the hands of time, I would mm-hmm. say the late and great Michael Jackson. I would oh, give oh. anything to watch him perform. Honestly, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Okay, Ben, yeah. your turn. Oh gosh. Saturday night. You've got Saturday night. I've got Saturday. I've got Friday, so I've got the, you know, but you've got Saturday night. It's such a difficult one. Um, I mean, there's so many amazing singers. Um, Mm. See, I love Celine Dion, actually, as a vocally. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's quality. She's quality, yeah. 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 Oh, Celine. You you hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. I think that would be really good. I'm probably going to be a bit different. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have a choice of three, actually. So you guys have gone for the R&B and the sort of the, the big female singer-songwriters and the Snoop Dogg. So I'm going to come in on a Friday night to maybe get, <laughs> maybe get the party started. And I'm going to go with what Chantel was saying. I've got a choice of three. So it would either be Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Wow. Prodigy. <laughs> or Rage Against the Machine. Either one of them well, on a, a heavy Friday. Night, so then. heavy night would be Friday. <laughs> Bex wow. takes it more of on a transcendent nicely, and so people can sit down and have a watch, just listen to Celine. And then Chantel comes in with Michael Jackson and R and B. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there we go. I mean, there we go. <laughs> what a lineup! What a lineup! Oh God, I'd give anything to see the party backstage. What a, oh, what, wow. a, what a good, what a good time! Everyone just vibing. That'd little cool. um, little story for you, Chantel. <laughs> when I was um. 17, 18 years old, friend of mine, a massive into music as well. And he yeah. said to me, oh, do you want to go and watch Michael Jackson perform? And I was like, oh, okay, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. we'll go. So we got in his car, um, wow. went up to the old, which was the old Wembley Stadium. He was, right. he just passed his driving test. So we got in his car, we went up to London, um, parked up, bought our tickets, which were, you know, stupid amounts of money. Um, mm. Then... Mm. Standing in the middle of the field, watching the show, waiting for him for an hour and a half to come on. This is 80, wow. I think it's 88 coming on, um, where Cheryl Crow was one of his backing singers. Yeah. Right. Um, best performance I've ever seen in my life. We come out of that show and we turn around to each other. I had nowhere to stay. Said, oh, let's sleep. Let's stay around in London for today. We'll sleep in the car. 
um, and we'll go and watch the show the next night. And that's what we did. And to be honest with you, it's still the best show I've ever seen mm, in my life. To this day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. He was well. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, I would have loved to have seen him live. Oh, yeah. I would have given anything. Oh, he was mega. He yeah. really, really, I mean, he kept people waiting, not because he was just, just the way he was, but yeah. the electricity in that yeah, yeah. stadium was just. Wow. See, it takes it takes a special person because, and of course I won't name names, but I'm just, not just speaking as a musician, but I guess speaking as a fan um, and seeing, I mean, just literally some of the greatest artists perform. I think it it's um, it, it takes a very special kind of person to put on a performance that leaves an everlasting memory or effect. Mm, I think yeah. there's a lot of artists that come out and, you know, you've got the pyrotechnics going and you've got the costume mm. changes and you've got all this stuff happening, but you don't, when you think back to when you think, what, what's one part that I really remember Sometimes you struggle to think about that. And then you see, uh, you know, uh, an incredible band like Coldplay, you know, and you just think, wow, that that is a real, not just a real musician or, mm-hmm. you know, vocalist, guitarist, but that's a real performer. I think yeah. I just love to pick the brain of like Chris or just, you know, someone that, um, yeah, 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 just just captivated me once upon a time. And that that's still stuck with me. Like, what is your secret? It's amazing, you know. Yeah, I know. It's just how they just make it look so easy as well. But the, the effort that goes into, you know, like Michael Jackson, what he does, oh, yeah. how he's so intricate on everything, every move, every, you know, note, everything that he that he put into his work. I mean, and yeah. It, yeah, he's just created a massive legacy. It's just amazing. Well, yeah, I think um, I, I, I sort of agree with both of you, really. I think you either can or you can't. Mm. Mm. I, I 100%. Think- you can make someone that's, I wouldn't say very good, but someone that's average, mm-hmm. okay. But you can't mm-hmm. make someone be an international superstar, no matter what it is, whether it's mm. sport, no. music, writing, no. whatever. You either that got might, it or you don't. Yeah. You don't. I think yeah. you, if someone's yeah. really, really good, you can enhance that and yeah. you can actually yeah. hone your skills. You can hone that, yeah. definitely. But I think you either have or you haven't. It's as simple yeah. as that for me. Yeah, it can't be forced at no. all. You know, it's, no, and and also like people are nowadays. You know, the camera doesn't lie. You can look at something on social media and and be judged instantly on a performance. Um, people see through everything, so yeah. you have to. I mean, number one, if you have the passion for it, it'll it'll come through. Um, but I think if you if you have the talent, it, I mean, it just shows. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and like you said, you've you've made a really good point as well, Chantal. Is that you know, the camera doesn't lie. And also mm. the public understand. I think the public, especially what's happened over the last 10, 15 years with the internet, mm. the public are pretty savvy what's, what's going on. And that's why I think very, very, yeah. very savvy. So if you're coming yeah. out and people already, you know, bow into you, what you're doing, I think that just stands you in good stead because the people already buy into you. They like what you're doing. You're a real mm. artist. Mm. You've got more, you've got, I think you've got more chance that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm. Definitely. Um. So what would be, a message to your fans at the moment, Chanda. What can they expect? What sort of message do you want to give them? Oh. Well, I guess um, I guess there's two different things. If it's a message to people or fans who perhaps want to pursue entertainment, mm. I would say, first of all, have a passion for it. You have to have a passion for it. I think a lot of people see 
um, the glamorous materialistic side and say, oh, I want to sing just so I can get that or mm. I want to act just so I can get that. And I think that there will come a time where that will just plateau and you just won't be happy. So I feel like if you say to yourself, is this something that I would do that even if I didn't get paid for it, I would still be happy? If mm. your answer is yes, you're doing the right thing. And if that's you, then 100% keep going and, and push for it. There's going to be a lot of people who say you can't do it, but you can, you know, with the right people around you. Um, that's what I would say to them. But I guess for fans that are just waiting for new music and have kind of been on this crazy Chantel journey <laughs> that have, <laughs> you know, known me for the past, you know, however many years, I just want to say thank you for sticking with me, supporting me, writing to me to request songs and and just being a support system um you don't really understand how much you mean not just to me but um what you mean to my music <laughs> because without you there really is there is this this doesn't exist so I really really appreciate it and I cannot wait for you guys to find out what's happening every single day there's talks going on and there's planning and um I'm just so excited really so thank you <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's great that you can connect with your fans because they're the most important people, you know, really. Absolutely. They're, they love what you do and they want to be on your journey with you. So that's great. Um, Absolutely. Thank you. I mean, in your career so far, I mean, mm -hmm. what's the best advice that you've personally been given <laughs> that you've sort of taken with you? Oh, goodness, there's so much. <laughs> um, I think one of them is to never underestimate the power of positive thinking. Mm -hmm. um, that is really big because a lot of the times you can just get in your head about something and if you can just change and have a positive outlook, you'll be surprised how much comes back to you. Mm -hmm. um, and I think also just eliminating... Um, Perhaps I think I think people with good intentions, with that I guess start with good intentions, um, don't often give off positive energy. So I think that it's just important to to see who's surrounding you. I've had to eliminate a lot of people in my life, and um, mm. and I think it just it just happens when you're at that stage in your life where. The universe is ready to take you to that next step. It just automatically happens and you you just come to this understanding within that these people just can't rock with you anymore. Um, so mm. I think just being able to eliminate the people that no longer add value to your life, if you hang out with them and you're, you know, constantly drained afterwards, it's not the right person. And then when you do meet, you know, incredible people, when you after leaving them, you feel uplifted and and happy. You know that those are the kind of people that you want to keep around on your journey. So yeah, that's great advice. And uh, you know, like you say, it's so important, isn't it, to have the right people around you because it can be so detrimental mm. um, to what you're trying to do. You don't want people pulling you down or dragging you down. You need positive energy yeah. um, around you. There's no point in keeping those people around you it's just not good for anybody yeah, exactly. and your you know state of mind I mean mental health now is such a big big oh. thing and <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah yeah it's yeah. it's just important to be positive well, yeah, mental yeah. health is such a huge thing um and if I can be completely honest yeah. and candid about this um I never really I mean you'd always hear you know mental health mental health is so important but I didn't really understand the depth of 
that until I experienced mm-hmm. it myself. And this mm-hmm. lockdown has, I mean, it's affected all of us, but with me personally, um, you know, I had to deal with a lot of just personal things behind the scenes within myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I really started to then empathise with people who would say, you know, like, I have anxiety or um, I think people throw mm. around the word depressed too much, you know, like people mm-hmm. will have, I mean, I've been a victim of it myself where I've said, oh, I just feel depressed. And it's not, you don't actually feel depressed. You know, you might just say that because you have an exam coming up or you might just say that because yeah. um, it's just the thing that people say like, oh, I'm so depressed, like, you know, but I feel like what, yeah, when you yeah. actually then get into that state, you realise um the importance of that and to not just throw that word mm-hmm. around because it's it's actually a real thing and um you know there's a lot of people yeah. and I guess I'm one of them who um mm-hmm. you know a lot of people will suggest to others oh you know go and see you know go go to a therapist or speak to somebody um and I think that outlets like music is is so good because when you're in those times you have a form of expression you know you might not want to talk mm-hmm. to somebody that um you don't know or you don't trust um and I think that just having that creative outlet and even if you're not creative I mean whatever it is dance painting um mm. uh, even people that are in, you know, hairdressing and being able to design through that, like whatever is your creative outlet, I think is really important. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. completely agree with mm, that. And I think definitely. the way the world is, you know, especially what we all know, the last sort of 18 months, I think it is time to sort of, you know, push forward as best as we can um, yeah. and just try and surround yourself with, you know, with positive energy. I know Absolutely. sometimes it's difficult. Um, mm. And I think there's a balance between positive energy and understanding how an industry works. And I think if you can combine those two elements quite well, well said, yeah, yeah, I think you're on a a good path to success. Um, and, I, and I'd rather give people the pitfalls and the negative side of it than say, okay, that's the negative side of it, but this is the positive as well. So you balance yeah. both areas out. Constructive, isn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than just being all, all the people that always the ones that get me chantelles, you you might be down the pub having a beer, and they're always turn around you and go, oh, I I could have done that, I could have done this, I could have done. Yeah. Well, why didn't you? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and that's that's the worst part. That's the worst part. You want to you want to live life to the fullest. You want to look back and say, wow, I really did everything that I wanted to do. I, I have no regrets that I didn't or did do something. So yeah. No. Yeah, because people have got to try. If you don't try, then you don't know. I mean, if at the end of it, it doesn't work out. At the end of the day, you pick yourself up and you you got to keep going because there's something out there for everybody. You know, whatever it is, whether it's winning a talent show to writing a hit song to whatever it is, it could be right timings. You know, your face doesn't fit, your hair color. It could be a number of reasons. Um, But but at the end of the day, you know, you've just got to keep, keep going and follow your passion like you said earlier you know you've just got to keep keep pushing forward yeah i i I think well said as well i think um you know a lot of people that i've come across over the years as well that you know wish they had a go at doing something and didn't and you know they may be regretting now so i think the only thing that stops people from doing something is people because people always Mm. say you shouldn't do that because it's going to be oh you know you're going to get told no Mm. well i might get a thousand no's but i might get that one yes that Mm. actually you know is is cool. So absolutely, I think um, 
we just all got to go and do our best, really. Yeah. And just, just. But it's all sounds it's all very exciting what you've got going on. We, I mean, yeah. we can't wait to hear, yeah. you know, the music that you've got come in and everything like that. It all sounds really cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> I, yeah, I just emphasise what I was saying earlier. I think it's important, you know, to have good music out there. It's yeah. important to, you know, just so people can go. That was really great. Mm. And last of all, Chantal, where can our listeners find out more about you, your music, what you get up to? Yeah. Where, where can they sort of connect with you? Yeah, so I have uh, Instagram and Twitter. My handles are at the one Chantel, so at the one, and then Chantel, C-H-A-N-T-E-L. Um, I also have a YouTube page, Chantel. You can stream my song 2020 there. The official music video is also there. That's the one that I performed on The Voice. Um, and you'll find a, a, a couple of other videos that I've uploaded there as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much where you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, and of course, there's, there'll be more music coming. So, yeah. Watch this yeah, space. Yeah, exciting time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today, Chantal. I mean, we've loved having you as a guest on the show and, yeah, we really appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Well, that's all for today's episode of The Entertainment Engine. And thanks for listening. Join us again next week for more great guest interviews from the world of entertainment. It would be great to have your feedback on the show, so please drop us a message at any time. We would love to hear from you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening to the show and remember to all stay safe. The Entertainment Engine.